It's the day after Mother's Day, and if you have a mother, you should be grateful. And if you don't have a mother, you should still be grateful for something. Either way, go call someone you love, you know what I mean? Don't worry. I called everyone's mother and told them I'm grateful for them, so you don't have to do it a second time. I got you covered. Best episode yet. You should listen to it all the way through. Peter, there's uh, something at the end. You're, you might want it. It's an offer, you know. Listen to it. I will ruin it for you now. Peter, I'm coming your way. I'll be in Europe. I'll meet you in France, buddy. <laughs> Me up on Insta. We'll, we'll get some we'll get some escargot together. All right. Break your ball and enjoy. Yeah. How come you don't want me? If you want to keep going, I will keep going tonight. What's up? Hey, get the fucking clip. Y'all make me sick of this shit. Well, listen to this. Politics and girls, I like that, I like that. I change. Yo, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to listen to Rick and Bond. We bond, That new future. That new future featuring really Meg the Stallion. Pivot. But you got to do that to stay relevant, you know what I mean? Incredible. It really went Art. like an old 70s, 80s feel. <laughs> Donna Allen with Heaven on Earth. Everyone knows Donna Allen, right? Yes, except for me. <laughs> well, that's Donna Allen. I, I started... Uh, I make a lot less beats now, but like when I make them, it's a nice concentration of like super creative energy flow. And I got a, a little concept album that I sparked. So I was digging in some records and Donna Allen was one of them. What, what's your uh, creative outlet thing? What's your one like creative thing? Cause like for me, it's like I did a lot, I do a lot less music now. And, but like when I go back to that, it's very fueling. Uh, I still make music. But is that your, like, one thing? Like My one thing? Like no. Or uh, I make videos. I don't, like, make creative videos anymore. It's more, but, like, work stuff. But is that the one thing? <sighs> Things that yeah, you don't... The, the, the creative outlet that you don't do anymore, but, like, you're like, oh, when I do it, it's like, oh, this is this is nice. Yeah. That's the one thing for now. I got to get back to just like making videos, writing shows, shows, making cartoons, cartoons. Yeah. That's who I really am (laughs) deep down inside. Is it the cartoonist? Yeah. 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 That's, that's the one thing. If my childhood was like, or if my kid self was like, what am I going to be when I grow up? It'd be like, I'd make like cartoons. Ah, I think that was a nugget I wanted to extract. Yeah, if you were like super relaxed and like making something, that something would be cartoons. Definitely. I'm not. I'm like. Also, I'm like. If I like, 
had unlimited money, I would spend it all just making cartoons. Yeah. I was I was doing this this record idea popped up and uh and I always kind of did it this way, but like I like researched I kind of like did like a research page and like an outline of like the timeline of the music and I like that, but it also like is analogous and parallel to other stuff, even like money research and other data research stuff. But that kind of the same mindset you put in a in a creative thing, you you look up and you kind of see that you do it in the other area of life that has <laughs> choked the creative life force out of the one thing. I just met Not this choked, one guy. But... He's a What's the word? A composer for yeah. cartoons at Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah. And I said, bro, give me your Instagram. One day I'm going to hit you up and you're going to score my pilot. He has scores for like current day Nickelodeon? Yeah, he likes, he's working on a couple shows right now. Did he do, I mean, is he older? He's our age. Maybe like one, two years older. So, probably grew up on older our Nickelodeon, but didn't score it. Scoring current day Nickelodeon is probably a trip. So his rate is $500 a minute. So for Does he 20, get work often? Well, is I think like it's in that Nickelodeon system. $500 of music in an episode, I guess. But is he in like the system of, of Nickelodeon hit, hitting him up and being like, we need music? I think he's saying he works on, he's working on like three shows right now simultaneously. None what of was his funnel in? Does he have an agent? What did he say? I think he just said he was just like making music and he just applied or something. And huh. yeah, really? Yeah. And I was like asking him questions. I was like, so how many shows just like never make it on the air? And he said, most of them. Yeah. Applied. Eh? He was, no, he was, no, no nice relationship on a balmy winter's Eve that led him down the road to Nickelodeon compos- composition. I'm sure there is. We were both wasted. So I was just like, <laughs> I was just trying to like get a gauge, like, hey man, so if I have a twenty minute show, how much would it cost you to make music for it? And he said, Oh, ten grand. That's a, that's five hundred dollars. That a seems I was like kind of, I mean, kind of cheap, maybe in the grand scheme of things, but for a young cat, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, if you have a fucking a show with a two hundred thousand dollar budget per episode, that yeah. seems fair. Sure. Yeah, well, I'm interested in that timeline. Them. Probably did some production for a while. Composition on Nickelodeon. Yeah. That's fun. Working on some ninja show or something. I don't know. I probably should be saying that, but I don't know. I, yeah, he was cool. He was a cool guy. I don't think it's probably going to bite you in the butt. Probably not. The probability is very low. Rick Bond, everybody. Happy this is Mother's Day as we're recording, I think. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Is it- if you called your mother, told you you loved her, spent time with her. Did you do mom things? I hung out with my mother. Yes. Yesterday I had a uh, a birthday. Not a birthday. I guess it was a Mother's Day, Mother's Day celebration for my grandmother. Nice. And there's a bunch of people there, cousins. And it was weird. I was like, damn, all these people came from this woman. Uh- <laughs> it makes me think about like the people that are like, oh, I never want to have kids. Yeah. And then when they turn 84, like they have nobody. But my grandma yeah. had like all these people that cared about her. 
Yeah, yeah. Like when you're 84, your friends aren't gonna fucking take care of you. They will not take care of you. I mean, maybe you got some good friends, but most likely there's they need to be most likely cared of as be well. Dead. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I remember uh, going to North Carolina is where my mother's half her father lived. So I went there and like throughout throughout the years as I was growing up, he used to my grandfather used to like do like a card game. And then like a couple years from like the origin of going to North Carolina, he's like, Yeah, they're all just dying, dude. Like <laughs> the, the the homies like you don't got a card enough for a card game anymore. Crazy. I would do you, do you ever you're on your phone and it your front facing camera catches you by surprise and you're like, Oh man, this is how I'm gonna look like when I'm older. It's like, yeah, I got shit in my nose, <laughs> bags under my eyes, crust in my eyes. Yeah. Did you, uh, at, at your family celebration, how many people were there? I want to say there were LA? three families. Three families. So, so. Th- three parental trees. Three sets of parentals. Okay. And then, like, their kids, a yeah. couple grandkids one or two family friends so total maybe like 20 people oh that's cool <laughs> yeah it was all it was it was a lot because i hadn't seen like in 10 years it was it was cool what kind of parents are dead dude how old's your grandmother 84 that's pretty young still still doing stuff still goes to target still goes to trader joe's still drives that's young dude takes high care key, of her like, grandchildren mid-key wonder what the secret is to what be alive to like being that old but still like feeling good 84 man i mean feel, sure a lot of people at 84 are probably not feeling good but yeah people sure. at 84 like this you probably still do stuff if you get like like a 20 percent luck percentile but you see like younger people like in their 60s like just yeah. sick and look at the draw man look at the draw and a little bit of a, a little bit of nerd nature or nurture, I suppose, behind that as sure, well. Sure, a lot of it is health, personal health choice too. Like, yeah, no smoking, no drinking. Her, your grandmother. Yeah, she doesn't drink or smoke or anything. Like, yeah, and she like she doesn't exercise, but she's like active. Walks. walks. Yeah, you know, gotta get those to walks. A, in. That seems to be a common theme amongst walking. people that live a long time. Just walking, quite a love bit. walking, dude. Walking's great. Big fan. Love you walking. Know, here I, and I there. didn't even walk in today. I'm I'm disappointed. Maybe I'll get one in. To and from. Yeah. Good for the body, good for the mind, good for the soul. Good for <laughs> have you seen Steppen yet? S T E P N crypto? No. There's a there's an app that's pretty early. It's very viral, super viral for like a week. <coughs> I don't, I, I've heard about it last now. But they they're gatekeeping like a code to get into it. But apparently, you get an asset for using an app plus. Oh, walking. my friend Chris was he uses this, and you like get fucking money for stepping. I haven't used it, but the uh, the website design is is nice for like mass public using a crypto thing. It's a little it's yeah. a little like Ponzi where you need to get people to play it to keep the ecosystem going, but. It's a solid site. I haven't I haven't used anything beyond that because I you have to wait like wait at like an Apple event in a tent to get a code. 
I lost interest. I was away. He was walking. He was like, oh, I just earned 13 bucks. I'm like, bro, no really? way that's real money. Yeah, well, he was like, earning to get him out. Dang. But like, he's also one of the first people he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he also hasn't tried to cash anything out, so. Hmm. Like, yeah, I think it's uh, based on, I think it's either, I think it's backed by Solana Ventures. But uh, their, their website's solid. Like, that's kind of, the, these are the kind of things that, like, like social media apps and finance apps that people use every day, like stuff like this will be blockchain for the masses. Besides the kind of like house of cards for economic system. Notice there's a lot less uh, passive income content on TikTok. <laughs> now that oh, everything's crashing. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, you mean you're not earning 100,000% APY anymore? Man, so many, so many young capital cats were born in such a wacky time and just everything was right all the time. Big old, big old crash, be like super low, big old V recoveries going it's up not for just a solid crypto year too. It's like all these tech stocks are struggling because like they're saying because of pandemic highs. So yeah, money costs more, man. You can't just take out loans and, and put it behind companies now. You have to pay more for it. Credit, baby. Credit, Credit debt. baby. Debt is more expensive now. And so now you can't just have an ecosystem of venture capital subsidizing a bunch of random fintech companies. But now you see what's cool. You see what's alive. You see what doesn't draw down 1,000%. S&P's down like 13%, which is kind of on average. Apple's down 20. Microsoft down. Dude, Apple had a uh, like a record march for revenue or something something record breaking and uh -huh. their quarter to quarter numbers i think maybe for just wearables would have been a top ranking return for like year over year for like whole companies how's um, their stock look how's my their stock it's only yeah. had like 20 percent in a in a pretty pretty red environment but imagine you work for netflix and you get paid <laughs> in stock super super sure about it too you're like dude they have the they have the letter and an acronym and they say it on cnbc all the time i love it Keep I, I would do hell of it too i hope bitcoin hits 29 i have a fat limit order waiting yeah it'll go to twos i think it's a it hit is it steady at 3.3 right now or what? Let's take a look. It's trending on Twitter right now, so something must be going on. 33. Sure. Futures are going south. Is it 33? I might need to get a little bit in. Dude, I uh, have a lot less. Uh, well, not a lot less, but I, I did have a big old nice dry powder just waiting for now. I was a little premature, but uh, 33. Nice, dude. Futures are down. Stocks are down. It's what every young 20-year-old wants. Did you see that bit? Uh, what's his name? Warren Buffett said that he wouldn't buy all the Bitcoin for $25. Yeah, but, you know, he, he's got money in it, so. Does he have okay. money in Bitcoin? I can't tell you how, but I hear people say that. I mean, if you hate an asset, you still got to get a little allocation to it. 
maybe his like younger employees are secretly putting money in there and he doesn't know about it. Perhaps. Um, there was another narrative of him saying like, well, maybe it's a secret little nudge to the public saying, Hey, there's a, a lot of power that is trying to put that down that you might not want to step up against. What's his face? Michael Saylor said he's going to get margin called if it reaches 21,000. Really? Yeah. Really? I didn't know he was buying Bitcoin on margin. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. You think he's probably using all of all of his company's equity and, and no one knows what that Michael's strategy actually does. I think it's security. But like all these kids are going to be <laughs> just like how Berkshire was like, it's, you know, they bought a freaking clothing company like decades ago. People are going to in the future be like, you know, MicroStrategy used to be like a company that did things besides have a bunch of Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. he's probably taken out a hella just debt on his company to buy Bitcoin. I don't know it'd probably if it's going to get that low. Oh, it'll get there. <laughs> you think it'll get to 21? Yeah, I think so. I think, I don't know. I Based think off like nothing. 26, 27. I mean, okay. But if it, if it can get to 26, it can get to 21 and 10 and zero. But like, what? What's the market cap at twenty one? Lower than it is. Like three hundred billion. I think it might be at thirty eight to thirty six range. It might have been thirteen trill. Does that sound right or wrong? Very wrong. Right now, it's six hundred and forty three billion. Sure. The highest it was at. Yeah, I'm looking at coin market cap right now. Fully diluted market cap is seven hundred and nine billion. Got you. The highest it was at, I think, was like 1.1 trill. Uh, this is May 6th. The cap. Yeah, Bitcoin. Volatile. May 6th. Total crypto market cap dropped to 1.65 trillion. Everybody's afraid. It's dope, huh? At least the job market's hot. So if you don't have any money, get a job so you can buy more Bitcoin, not financial advice. Yeah. Uh, interest rates a little high. Work it in and out, seventeen ninety five an hour. They're hiring. Go knock on someone's glass. That's Sell AT and T door to door. I wouldn't do that. I would not do that. I've never but sold something I just don't believe in as much as that. If you go down your old neighborhood, go knock. People should be putting up help wanted signs in the in the. <laughs> When's the last time you saw a help wanted sign? I don't see help wanted, but I see a lot of why now. Yeah, it's, like Trader Joe's, In and Out, a bunch of restaurants, which is good. You know, interesting. We need labor. We need money flowing. I would put a big old help wanted sign in your glass, like it's 1983. I was I was looking at a an American flag next to a California Republic flag. Um, and I was thinking, <laughs> like, imagine, and this is kind of what people in the past remember always asking, uh, if you're at war, would you go to war or would you en enlist or something? Imagine someone just comes in and was like, yo, dude, no, nah, that, that flag, we're changing that to a different country flag. And we're, we're going yeah, no, no more American flag. We're, we're taking you over my guys. Imagine that. Would be that easy? Uh, no, but I'm saying as a scenario, like you live that, you're looking at a freaking American flag one one day, three months later, it's a different flag. 
That would be interesting. That would be an that would be a very eventful three months to get to that point. In theory, you know what I'm saying. You're looking at a flag. There's a whole thing that happens, and then you look up. It's another sovereign nation. Oh, like the Ukrainians. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I mean, like the world throughout the history of the world. But I kind of uh, had that vision in my mind quite distinctly. What does this new country entail? Am I a slave? Or can I go about my business as per usual? Man, I mean, you're chilling. Do you ever think, I was looking at my parents' house today. Sure. And I was like, well, why do they own this here? Is It's because it's America exists, right? So if America gets taken over, then they, in theory, don't own this anymore because the property is protected by the Constitution, which is protected by the military, right? So if we get taken over, then like, the social contracts the are a little bit off. What? I, was, I was watching a little bit on uh, Roman economics. And uh, like all their city-states were just places they took over. But I mean, just like America taking over places, I guess, states and, and other places. But people that, areas that were taken over by Rome wasn't the worst scenario for people that were taken over because Rome had the biggest power at the time militarily and uh other people come in it's like scares them off because rome will freaking cut your head off and stuff do rome have slaves had to everyone has slaves you know like in one way or another god i mean like you can't build a country without slaves (laughs) (laughs) lots lots of stuff but really like uh, in essence you have to have there was a i was i was on i was on a binge on this channel and they're talking about the egyptian economy as well and so the, their slaves that like built pyramids and 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 the like public infrastructure stuff for farmers during the period when it was flooded, which was good flood for like soil and stuff, but farmers couldn't really farm, um, so they were kind of forced via like a tax to do other stuff that was like public stuff, public government stuff and like roads and stuff and pyramids. Everyone got a little, a little bit of slavery. A little bit of labor. slavery, just a little bit. So labor is at the sneeze. Um, what was I gonna say? You know the best part about this whole Web three shenanigans stuff is that people get so butt hurt when you like tell them that their nft project or their coin or whatever might not be as much might not be worth as much as they think it is it's kind of like you're like spitting in their mother's face it's even worse than saying like the lakers suck to a really hardcore laker fan i think when you have money in something like you're more inclined to be defensive of it people in the community yeah yeah you know like super tribal yeah i'm on twitter right now and people are just literally doing whatever they can to defend their precious NFT projects that are slowly going to zero, mm-hmm. you know? And even like, even not even NFT projects, just like, just like, just like some coins too, some tokens. Yeah. Mostly the NFT projects. Um, I'm seeing a little bit less of that with Bitcoin, Ethereum. Big uh, boy. But yeah, it's just like. Top two. Like guys, you know that the party might be over. Yeah, emotional attachment 
in times of great, great euphoria is not the best system. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy the the time that most of these people like started thinking about money. So I'm I'm speaking from my perspective, like a young 20-year-old getting super into money because everything was shut down in a pandemic. And then <laughs> most of those people are already gone because pandemic's back. A lot of people were just bored and like wanted to gamble on stuff. And it worked because everything was going up. Uh, freaking VC backing every little token and project they could find. Well, welcome to the somewhat reality. Welcome to reality. But you know. It's also different than it was before. Corrections are good. I love it, dude. Give me in. Give me a better price. I'm in for a long haul, Alan, and I don't really spend money on dumb projects or stocks or NFTs. I did, you know, rest in peace, Jailbirds. That was my first project. I, I still got a nice little Jailbird. Their code didn't work, and then they died. So I totem, stolen totem heavy. They made, they have a nice uh, 3D game. Pretty cool. I have one NFT, and I think... I bought it at the floor. It's still at the floor. It might be lower than the floor. But even when I was buying it, at the height of the NFT craze, I was like, I'm overpaying for this. I definitely <clears throat> definitely overpaid for something that I will hold on to for a long time. But my goodness, that was the top. I also might have bought the top of ARC. Very dope. Not many nice. can say that. Like a couple dollars below the top. That's very uncathy of you. A couple dollars. You know, before like... I actually like thought about things and during that time, I just didn't know as much, but like looking in to what arc companies are in there and not thinking like, oh, innovation, future, it, it'll go up. It's like a random ass, not dope company that will take over the world. Could, but at the current time, not super great. Also, retrospect, also future spec, if it does take over the world, I'll Take that back. What company? Like stuff like Teladoc. Like Teladoc's not going to take over the world. Or good. Teladoc, freaking Zoom. Like I'm not going to put hell of my net worth into Zoom. Yeah, isn't Zoom like a money losing company? I, I, as you can see by taking their free plan and putting 40 minutes on it. But like, I mean, every, most of these companies that were going up were money losing companies, but a bunch of people and institutions had money to put into money losing companies because every all the money losing companies were like, "Yo, dude, future, innovation, future, scale." The that one guy that uh, everybody talks about, and now people have less tolerance for that because money's more expensive. Yeah, Michael Saylor said he's going on margin, dude. It's a margin call. I'm sure it's. Maybe some proper allocation that won't like bankrupt them, but dang. Yeah. How about so, that Johnny Depp, you know? No, say Johnny gonna... Depp, yeah. No, what were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? I was gonna say, so like Warren Buffett's thing was like, Oh, I'm not gonna buy Bitcoin because it doesn't do anything. I buy it, it doesn't make money. But I mean there's ways to make money with Bitcoin. I think he might be overlooking, like you can loan it out and collect interest on it, or you can get a loan against your Bitcoin like you would with property and 
spend it however you please, you know? So there's ways like that, but I just think he's too Which is still very financially, like it's a financial instrument. Yeah, but it's also like the same thing as like if you buy a bunch of gold, you can get loans against your gold. Depending if people value it in the future, which is, you know, I think there's a solid possibility. So gold's so like so gold's like intrinsic value is right. It's a metal that can't be tarnished. You can melt it down to other things. And it just lasts over long periods of time. That's not the case with Bitcoin. Bitcoin's thing is it's a financial system that is outside of the custody of like any institution or whatever. So based on how people value that, I think people value that more and more as time goes on especially as things get increasingly more digital good possibility of that happening oh well that's johnny depp dude you know johnny depp justice for johnny justice for my boy do you care do i care yeah not really but have you seen it i've seen clips pretty funny every video about johnny depp so viral it's like five million views very viral it's like of of the social zeitgeist right now this is like the most attention amber heard's ever gotten ever i don't know who she is aquaman aquaman it's funny because uh everyone is god everyone is uh you know very love johnny depp but there's still a very likely possibility that like a judge could be say like yeah homie like abused her (laughs) and she gets money and then people will have to be like i I mean, because in theory, people would probably have to be like, okay, that, that's what happened in the law. And a solid percentage of people that enjoyed the, the Johnny Depp character and charisma have to be like, I, I mean, I guess he freaking abused her. Well, I think, the, I think the, the case or the trial's been going on long enough where there'd be like some pretty damning evidence at this point where the general public would be like, oh, Johnny Depp is guilty. But it seems like, like that's not the case. Especially, I've been. I'm looking at things that, like I saw a compilation, like Amber Heard fake crying for 30 minutes or some shit. Yeah, she seems very sociopathic on camera. Yeah, very fakey, which is weird. So yeah, Johnny, there's some there's, uh, some, there's some biological tick that humans are watching her and be like, you're not. There's something off about you, lady. I wonder if this was like another time period. Like, let's say this was the 80s or the 70s. Mm-hmm. What the what the if the sentiment would still be the same? Super public, yeah. Which uh, I think it's a some precedents before for like celebrity cases. But why why is everything recorded in like public? <laughs> why am I watching this case? How rather? Probably just because it's Johnny Depp. Why also like you know how they have like sketch artists i'm saying why is this why maybe because it's divorce and not criminal or something but because is it is it a divorce case and they're just i don't think it's a divorce case i think it's a defamation defamation libel case or something like that oh that makes more sense if it's like i'm in doctor journalism uh i think if it's libel probably more public famous people but wasn't it the same thing with like uh what's his face O.J. Simpson wasn't that televised. That's true. That was that was murdery. Murdery. I don't think Bill Cosby's thing was televised. Or it was a really funny O.J. Simpson joke. 
that I saw the other day. <laughs> There's something... <laughs> I forget who it was, but who it was made it funnier. But it was great. I'm not going to try to recreate it. I just want to let everyone know that I heard a joke and it was funny. I heard a great Obama joke. It was... Uh... It was... So Obama has this new documentary on Netflix where he's yeah. uh, the host. He even used his own drones to shoot the film. Uh. <laughs> Get it? Ah. Salad, salad. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that presidency did have a lot of drone headlines, eh? Barry loves his drones, bro. What was that, 08 to... 14? 08 to... When, was... when did Trump take office? 16. 15, 16. I mean, eight, eight years is two terms, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that was... That seems a, like oh, so long ago. I remember that night, too. 2008 to the middle of the 2010s is very kind of technological dark age to getting more computerized and digital. A bunch of the artists I listen to now, like their career started like the beginning of the 2010s. And I'm thinking like Drake, The Weeknd, Tired the Creator, Kendrick Lamar. When Obama took office, like they were nobody. They were like just regular, regular schmoes. And saying Obama is the causation for stardom for all these young boys? Not at all. Just the. Just, I think so. Just I think the, there's a correlation there. Just a uh, uh, coincidence in time. Kevin Samuels died. Dude, that was weird. Very sad. Thanks for bringing that up because I, I, I did not have that on top of my mind. Weird. It makes me... How did he die? I don't know. It, but I got to say, it really concerns me when somebody who seems perfectly healthy just plocks is out of nowhere. Was, was he though? Uh, I heard on a podcast that he had cancer in his 20s, but I think he said he didn't anymore. I think he I had mean, a, like a cardiac arrest or something. But like he didn't seem like a guy who didn't take care of himself. No cause was cited. He was found unresponsive on the floor of his apartment, says Atlanta police. Uh, I want to know about how man's died. Tell yeah, me. I just know he had a. He said, or the person he was with said he was complaining about chest pains, and that's all I know. That's uh, that's something. Fifty-six or fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. But um. Yeah, the internet is very divided on um, their response. A dead to, man? <laughs> their response. Half of them are like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck that guy. And half, other half is like, yo, you're literally celebrating a guy dying. You know, like he wasn't killing people. He was just speaking. There's, a, there's a very um, disconnect from reality for that. He wasn't Putin. I don't know. I So like I could Even see. Even if Putin died, like Putin's got a mom, dude. <laughs> I'm you know sorry it wasn't like, your mother, Putin. I'm just saying. He, like, I can get how people, like, why people didn't like him because it's, uh, you know, the entertainment and the shtick of it all, I guess. I, I can understand not liking the the content and the person who's making the content, which is a characterization of another person who's less than, less like that in real life. But if you're still wrapped up in the character of it all, it also wasn't that deplorable of content yeah like the base of his mess where i got from it was basically 
uh, it was, adjust it is, your it expectations is, of who you can attract based on the work you put on into yourself. Self knowledge. Is it, it well? It's more. So if you're a fat self knowledge of of, ex, of external, how ex, you're viewed externally. So which like, there's a case for he would he would get guys that would call in and who literally would make thirteen thousand dollars a year asking how to get a girlfriend and he would tell them to shut the hell up and get a job, right? And then on the other end, he would get women that would call in with four kids that were 45 years old asking how to get a man with a hundred thousand dollar a year salary. And you'd be like, you're not going to get that because a man making that much money doesn't want to take care of a woman with four kids, you know? And that was so shocking to people for some reason. Was there actionable advice in all of these? Yeah. He, so this one guy called in, he was 26 and he talked to men and women like, basically the same like a lot of people think he was anti-women especially anti-black women but now nah, he talked to men and women alike this guy called in he had three kids he was 26 he made forty thousand dollars a year and he said how can i get laid and kevin samuels basically told him why are you worrying about getting laid you have three kids like you should be focused on that like that should be the only thing you're worried about you know good advice the overar- sage the advice overarching umbrella of all of this is people calling in to like the scenario of a man calling into a somewhat random YouTube personality asking about that like man shout out like radio talk shows and stuff he, Kevin Samuels probably grew up on all that he brought that to the internet I suppose but just uh, it's a little flim flamsy of content that people get somewhat distracted from that i think is just not the healthiest thing my favorite is when women will call in talking about how much they hate guys and then he would ask them what kind of especially like college educated women that like make good money and just like talking calling and talking shit on guys and he would be like okay so what kind of guys are you into and they'd always be like oh i'm into thugs guys that are just fresh out of prison and he's like well there's your issue right there you know, like you're literally like creating your own problems. Why are you looking for this type of guy? I was about to say that there's this character of not Samuels, but this type of person that calls into something like that is lower ish. It's just a, a specific type guess, right? But then sometimes, and then I'm trying to get the other side of that. I don't know. Have you ever had a problem where? none of your initial peers could help you. And then you say this guy on YouTube and he's talking about the problem that you have. And you're like, okay, let me see if he can help me with my problem. There is very something, there's something to be said of talking to someone that's not connected to your life, you know, like a personality on the internet and uh, asking a question that deep down, you know, the answer to but you just need someone to say something bluntly. And you're like, yeah, I know. I don't know. Thanks I feel like that. a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people that call in are delusional about their scenario because like they, 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 a lot of them are taken up, truly taken aback when you tell a girl with three kids that she can't get a guy making $200,000 a year. What, what do you mean? I can't. So what if I have $40,000 in debt, student loan debt with three baby daddies? I'm a beautiful woman. It's the overcorrection of fairy princess movies. But you, you know also I mean? you also don't strike me as a guy that has a lot of 
romance issues. Me? Yeah. No. So like, that's like that's like his whole thing. His whole thing is about like dealing with romance. That's good. Now, like, if you were like, let's say you were like, hey, how do I invest? And there's this guy talking about on YouTube about like investing, and you're like, hey, yeah, I need some business that. advice. You know, like yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's lane. that's what legit. I, what I was taking the other side of of calling someone that you watch on YouTube. <clears throat> there's probably a bunch of people watching his stuff for romance and like trying trying to get a partner, blah blah blah. blah. And you call, and then he gives you an answer, and you're like that is what I needed to hear. That is, you know, that's a part of society that I think does get some nice value sometimes. Yeah, and on top of that... And he did it in a way that made viral clips, which brought people to him, and there's probably a solid percentage of people that got some some help from that. So that's good. Yeah, I got some help from it. Not, like, in the romance sense, but, like, he taught me... Content-wise? You have to, like... Well, not only content-wise, but, like, you... The biggest lesson I got from him is you get treated the way you present yourself. So true. if you dress like a bum, you're going to get treated true. like a bum, hundred percent. Yeah, the the like I said, the it showed people very bluntly external perspective of you is almost reality, and you have to take that with some kind of balance. But if someone's super sway to the other side and very only in the turn internal perspective of this is how i am in in earth uh you need someone to super overcorrect and say no external things does create some kind of reality I, my grandma's birthday i was wearing a not a suit but i was wearing a very nice blazer and yeah. the fucking respect i was getting was <laughs> incredible like from five-year-olds to 80-year-olds like everybody was talking to me like i was the man interesting i was like damn i need more suits i like this you, you seen the you seen the uh um steve harvey yes clip about the suit yeah i saw right that there. yesterday i was like bro I'm, got, I'm going to macy's tomorrow <laughs> suits are expensive nice though, shoes but. i mean wear for the rest of your life probably yeah but yeah, no, that was, that was, that was great advice. 75 suits for five different blazers, different uh, math, math lesson in there too, about the, uh, the tree of multiplication or something. Shout out to that guy for visualizing that for me. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's lived it. He's How many suit combinations? I, I even sent that to myself. How many, um, That's, yeah, I think I did too. How many views is that? Great have? content, man. Ladarius Campbell, that, shout out. I'm going to play it. Every man has to own a black suit. After you get a black suit, there's five suits you need to get. Black, navy, gray, brown, tan. You get those five suits. You get yourself two white shirts. Get yourself two cream color shirts and two powder blue shirts. You can make 75 suits with those combinations because every last one of those pants or with every last one of those jackets Every last one of the jackets goes to every last one of the pants. You cannot mess up. The beige pants will go with the gray jacket. The gray jacket goes with the brown pants. The black pants go with everything. It's a sharp looking guy, Ladarius Campbell. And that was my thing. That was my thing about Kevin Samuels. Like you could say what you want about what he's saying, but you can't 
you can't clown on him for the way he's dressing because he's just too sharp. Like, sharp dress. He's just he's just way too sharp. Very paternal advice from Mr. Steve Harvey. This video has 10.3 million views, 2 million likes, 11.8 thousand comments, and 106 thousand shares. He's he he, be, he better keep on doing that suit content. He's going to be getting free suits for the rest of his life. <laughs> he be, men's he warehouses. better be lining up that schedule with with there's combination of suits because that's your TikTok. Now. Men's warehouse scouting him right now. What 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 is his his uh, profile on? Is that a TikTok? Yeah, it looks like his shit is just like. uh, I don't know who he is. It it doesn't look like he does a lot of suit content, but I'm sure he is now. (laughs) But yeah, better sprinkle that in. 170,000 followers. One TikTok can change your life, guys. Make content. This is true. This is true. Do you think that will be more true in the future or not? Yes. Yes, because it will be more true in the future. Every day people sign up for TikTok. So the pool of eyeballs gets bigger. So does the pool of jackpot for creators get smaller with more population on the app? I kind of disagree disagree with that. Get big on YouTube now. Because like with the with. Yeah, it gets more saturated. But I think because of that, there's like more opportunity maybe not to make two million dollars a year but you know you can make like thirty forty thousand dollars extra just like making what shit. you see from youtube now compared to what you see from youtube now similar to people ramping up on youtube to get some income yeah youtube's different because youtube takes significantly more work and like it youtube you should be getting paid more on youtube if you have more views like if you get 10 million on TikTok. Oh man. Did you see YouTube NFT? Did they make one? Ha! Did they launch it? Was I right? No, but they they yeah, you're right. You you hit the Gary V. Congrats. Um Yeah, they talked about it. Very explicitly. This is an old news, is it? Uh cuz I talked about this in January. February, but there there was something different than that. Just the thing we covered already. Here we go, April. Can I make my YouTube videos NFTs and sell them to my? Um, let me find it. But yeah, ayo, everybody, YouTube, get on it, TikTok. Get on it. Instagram, dying. Instagram, death. Um, YouTube CEO considers adding NFTs as a revenue source for creators. YouTube is considering offering non-fungible token features as a new source. This is from oh, January. <laughs> new source of revenue for its creators. Capitalizing merchant technologies, source of inspiration. There was something different, but yeah, you know, it's the same thing. We're brought it up already in the past, but now's the present. And for those of you in the future that don't know, you'll probably be able to fractionize YouTube 
video of someone can own it, then you get some revenue from that. You sell it to someone. And Hopefully then the they do it right. Down. Coachella gave an NFT out and I fucking didn't collect it. Oh man. Yeah. Stuff like that's cool, but it's like a ticket stub, which is cool, but it's like a t- ticket stub. Yeah. But I want it to be like in 10 years, like, yo, I got this NFT from Coachella 2022. That's pretty early, but I threw away my fucking wristband. So now I can't claim it. Damn it. We talked about the expensive NFT package for like for life. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to be going to Coachella anymore unless the weekend decides to play for the fifth time. There you go. Let's wrap it up like a sandwich, eh? Yeah. Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. Um, yeah, it was a weird one. That was fucking... Literally, I was like, what the fuck, dude? Please be a rumor. Yeah. If you know anybody that died recently, also, rest in peace to them. Dorian's back. Thank goodness. I was getting <laughs> worried. Uh, yeah. He had a nice... Uh, that was the future song I was going to play. If I go ghost, don't post. That's for a reason, man. It's because I'm dead? No, that was a, a lyric from Gunna featuring her on Future. And he had a, a little comeback clip on Twitter. YouTube creator course. Speaking of music, I tried to listen to Jack Harlow's album. Oh, yeah? Good. I wasn't feeling it. Bad. Yeah. New Kendrick dropping soon. Thank you. Kendrick? A single or what? You're just that the same. I think Kendrick a single tomorrow, unless that's oh, a rumor. Word? But an album like on the 15th or something. The 15th? Yeah, very soon. Ooh, I like the, the uh, non-long drawn out release campaign. Y- yeah, you know. Thank you. I like that. I like and, and I also like not um, not out of the blue release. Give me a week. Well, that's, I think he announced times. it like a month ago. Yeah, but that was that was people getting hit with the headline. Oh, and Kendrick's dropping soon. Yeah. New Doctor Who. New Doctor. Better not be black. He's a young black man. Whoa! <laughs> that's cool. First, the woman... He's, He's so young, though, is the thing. He's so young. How young are we talking? Like 20-ish. He was, do you know Sex Education? I don't know it, but he's from that. Sex Education. Is that... Look up Sex Education, Doctor Who. Um, is that a Netflix show? Yeah, I think so. This the last Doctor, Jodie Whittaker, wasn't really... She didn't have the best writing at the beginning of her stint. The writers did kind of ramp it up with a few sprints of series that I enjoyed and, and some one-off episodes but the the beginning just it was it was kind of drawn out it wasn't great uh it was my first doctor from beginning to end you know it's a part of my my doctor journey but Nikuti Gatwa. yeah that's him 29 so years young, old dude. from rwanda nice 29 is not that old how old are they usually older or, or, really well maybe i'm wrong but i think a little older like closer to 40 interesting um so that's dope that's uh my second doctor i've seen un- unveil uh the girl now is 39 it's a good looking fella uh yeah it's very charismatic I'm interested to see what they do dude i like doctor who a lot was there a lot of uh, uh is he gay i wouldn't be surprised he is uh kind of dapper looking kind of, yeah, a, a little too a little <laughs> too sharp for a straight man oh <laughs> That is a turtleneck with a nice orange blazer, eh? There's, de- there's definitely, there's Suede. definitely a cap at how str- how sharp 
a straight guy can get. <laughs> Once you pass that threshold, just, there's, just, there's a little bit of like because you go into like metro and then and then you kind of like, mm, yeah. You know. Once you start Something. throwing the scarf a, on there, and <laughs> sure, there's, there's just a little bit of inquisitiveness that some dye in your mustache blonde. <laughs> Is that a like, shot of Childish Campino? No, I just saw a picture of this guy with a blonde mustache. Didn't, didn't uh, Campino do it? Might be gay too. But... That's what I'm saying. It's a little bit. Of, you know, you'd be boy a little bit. Uh, I want to f- see what these other doctors' age were. I hope Childish Campino's okay. He looks sick. Is he? I hope not. I saw a thing with him. And he was very, very skinny. Maybe he's doing a show. Yeah. Or he's just getting skinny. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, so we got... We had an older one. How old was David Tennant? David Tennant is currently 51. He was doctor in 05 to 10. 2022 minus 2005 is 17 years ago. So, and 51 minus 17 is obviously... 33 so maybe i'm completely wrong about how young doctors are child but he looks young to me maybe he's just because the modern young looking man maybe you're just getting old so these old people so look people young look younger you? hmm maybe you're not 15 anymore so 29 is like oh, what a what a what a young guy <laughs> yeah for real like that's me man. <laughs> <laughs> i can play that and then you know you look up one day and you're like oh man you look up one day and your doctor's younger than you yeah i'm already getting I, there I with the nba man, kids are getting younger nba shout out the warriors man dude i'm uh i might go to a you know man where's that that warriors <laughs> dude i i, I remember to, to bring this up i was talking about it remember you had tickets to the clippers game mm-hmm and you texted me at the Clippers Warriors playoff game and you texted me and uh, I forget what the actual text was. I hope it's still saved. But like within like two minutes, I was like downstairs with the Warriors sweatshirt. Remember that scenario? Do you know who Sean Holiday is? Sean Holiday. Is... Oh, a basketball player? Yeah. Well, there's dad and the kids, kids in the NBA. I think three. Last name Holiday. I know, I know some holidays, yeah. Um, he was at the party, my grandmother's party. Really? Drew Holiday is a kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, his, his dad was friends with my dad. And Drew Holiday was there? No, no, no. His father, Sean Holiday. My dad That's and cool. his dad played basketball together. And um, oh, really? my mother, my grandma, used to like take care of them, I guess. And oh, really? they hadn't seen each other in years and he popped up at the party and my grandma was like in fucking tears and i was oh, like she's dude. crying over him she hasn't seen her grandkids in fucking ages <laughs> but that's drew holiday yeah. wait, wait the the, the father holiday. yeah drew he's holiday. very tall but that's sean holiday yeah that's cool that was interesting what, what do you think what if there was like uh some kind of you got glasses and you record that situation you record a somewhat family reunion and then you have you uh you could see it later for future generations you know facebook has those what do they do they um they're called ray-ban stories and they're yeah. for just like recording for your 
Instagram profile, but you can just keep the footage. And I was thinking of buying some just for that reason, just to like record shit. Shout out Snap, dude. I wonder how much. They're pretty not cheap. Let me see. Ray-Ban stories. Do, yeah, do you, does your bucks. family... How much? 150? 300. But they're like actual... They're like real glasses. Like nice glasses. And they just happen to have a camera. And you can keep the video? Yeah. Like hella hella? Yeah. They're like nicer. Remember the Snapchat glasses that look like yeah, bullshit? Yeah. They're like those. They're not, like, these, they're not very advertised right now. No, they're not. They're pretty, they're pretty low key. But like when you wear them, like people won't know that there's a camera on them. Cause they I mean, what kind of storage are we talking? Storage? I mean, can I do a hour long video? Well, it offloads onto your phone. So I guess so. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure how long the battery lasts. Does your, do you have a lot of family videos? Yeah. Well, not as much as I should, but like, yeah, my dad used to take a lot of videos. Not as much as you should. Yeah. Okay. Like I was like chilling with my family today and I was like, I should be filming this dude. Like, yeah, I do that on every holiday basically. But yeah, I don't know. Like when I go on vacation, like these would be cool. Ray-Ban stories, but not, not really in the market for $300 glasses right now. Yeah. What are you in the market for? What are you buying? What am I buying? I bought a Starbucks today. I'm about to go to, well, I just bought these headphones and they were not cheap, but I'm about to go to, um, these are the AirPods Max for those of you wondering. Full review coming soon. Um, I'm about to go to France yeah. in two weeks with my friend Chris and uh, these guys here. These AirPods last six, five, six hours, maybe less, and it's a 10-hour flight. And I don't know if you've ever had your AirPods die on a flight, but it's very inconvenient. Um, you don't have any wired headphones around, do you? I do, but you know, you got to have that noise canceling. Um, but these last like 16 hours, so like I should be good. But yeah, I mean they're they're fucking good for what they are. They're not. Are like, you going to Paris? No, I yeah. Or do you ask have I ever been? Are you going? Yeah, I'm going to Nice, hmm. France first, and then I'm going to Paris. Three days each, very short trip. Just Saturday to Saturday. That. I got um, people out there if you want to say hi. I don't really? know if that's interesting to you, but. Um, Peter, if you're out, if you want to meet up, not Peter, people, people. Oh, no, I'm already just saying Peter. I'm just saying, Peter, if you want to meet up, like, uh, meet me in France, we can kick it, show me around, don't speak French at all, took it for three years, don't remember anything. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna be in Paris Uh, by myself, which is going to be, yes, I'm gonna be in Nice with my friends. If you want to say hi. Paris. It's a, he's a chef if you might show you some, some nice food places. Really? So Did are, you meet Connor when he was there one time? Where? Adobe yeah, House? LA, 25th. I don't think I so. I think you were gone. He's a white man. Um, are people out there really rude to a young man that doesn't speak the language? My sister said a lot of people in Paris speak English, so I should be good. But I'd assume so. I would... I'd probably get an app. Yeah. We're gonna be eating uh, a lot of McDonald's, probably. If you if you want a food, man, him, I mean, my guy is English, <laughs> so if you need, I don't know, I might take you I'll up on that because I'm gonna be very. I'm gonna be. A it might. It, it'll be a fun time. 
Yeah, it'll be cool. The only thing I'm not looking forward to is the flight. Yeah. Fucking not that bad. It's just 10 hours. What, what will make a 10 hour flight worth it? Xanax. What would you do? What can you do? I want to fucking literally just take a bar of Xanax when we're taking off, <laughs> fall asleep, wake up, and we're there. That's or the perfect do a scenario. 10 hour long podcast with the people next to you. I, nah. I get, my nah. thing is, I get fucking claustrophobic. I get antsy. Yeah, yeah. I'm going up to the bathroom every 30 minutes. It's a, it's a, it's a, plus on top of that, I'm scared of turbulence. So I'm holding someone's hand who's ever next to me. It's, it's going to be, damn, these, I got to stop looking at these glasses. These look cool. <laughs> Facebook also had a really uh, realistic VR thing with a person. I didn't look into it, but I saw a picture. Like, uh, like VR glasses? No. Interface of a human. And the Twitter tweet was like, ah, now I know what Facebook is spending so much money on. Mm. They might come out with some freaking banging VR, man. Well, they're spending $10 billion a year on that. So Yeah. Since when, though? Since Mark Zuckerberg announced it when he changed the name to Meta. You don't think there's anything before that? I think so. Well, they had been, oh. but it wasn't like. I would not. My, my socks would. My socks would not be blown off if the things that we're thinking of a couple like us like oh we'll have really good VR stuff a decade from now or five six seven years like oh then it'll be really cool. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a rollout next year that's quite quite intriguing. We'll see what ten billion a year can do. I guess so. Seems like they're really focusing on like the cartoony avatars first. But that's what I'm uh, like, I, this, this, I mean, yeah. Maybe they want the kids' money for the Roblox stuff. And then you got the adults on the very human stuff for work or Farmville. My friend is an Oculus. She bought it. It was like $300 or something. And she said it sucks because everything you do in there it costs money. Ha <laughs> But also, you see the the, like the, the, the take rate they're taking for Facebook ads. What is it? It's something high, and I forget the specifics. But take rate high. What's the take rate? The money they would take from advertisers inside of their worlds. Oh, high, very high. Like more high than, than advertising Apple. on YouTube. Uh, probably. I'll get a headline and talk about it later. Damn, somebody should make a a metaverse ad agency huh who would have thought of that eh who would have thought of that eh the people that made the social media agencies in 2014 are living huh. right who now. who would have thought of that eh um <laughs> huh wink right on man anything new nothing new you back good, in jujitsu thank god You're... nothing bad nothing bad thank god that's good that's good still kicking it even when I'm at my, there's a lyric, but you know, most high and all that. Be grateful. Good day. Good day.